Hey guys, what's going on? This is Ryan Rosenthal, board member of the Cleveland Realtors Association, also the chair of the Young Realtors Committee, and I'm very excited to announce that we are starting our very first podcast um, where we'll cover all things real estate. We will have special guests, we will do how-tos, we will cover hot trending topics, hot trending topics for buyers and sellers. So we're very excited to get started. Um, and in honor of Women's History Month, we are kicking it off with two special guests. Stay tuned and check us out. And I have with me today the president of the Cleveland Realtors Association, Monique Winston. Good morning, Monique. Thank you for joining. I, I really appreciate you uh, tag teaming it with me. And along with Monique, uh, we have a very, very, very special guest. I'm excited to introduce her. Her name is Ms. Jada Randy Mock. She is the chief corporate community economic development officer at Fifth Third Bank in Charlotte, North Carolina. How you doing, Jada? Hi, how are you? Pretty good, pretty good. Thank you so much for uh, joining us today. Uh, I know it's been a crazy month for you and um, I know you're a very important person. So I'm, I'm happy to actually speak with you today from a couple different perspectives. The, uh, from the real estate perspective, the financial perspective, and then also uh, a young millennial or the younger generation perspective as well. Okay. Okay. So, uh, you know, I like to get nosy. I always like to get in uh, people's background and understand where they come from, um, things they went through in their life, their education, and how they are today. So you hold a very important role at Fifth Third. So I am very uh, curious about your background. Can you just give us a little tidbit about where you're from and how you uh, uh, elevated to the position you're in today? Sure, I give you the Reader's Digest version. First of all, Ryan, I just wanna say thank you so much for allowing me the opportunity uh, to share with you today. Uh, I grew up in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Um, I'm a native of the Hill District, which is a public housing community um, in the city of Pittsburgh. And growing up, I saw a lot of family struggle due to lack of financial resources. And, and during my time growing up, I made a commitment that I would not do that and that I would strive to become a bridge to create economic opportunities for others and inspire them to do the same. And so ever since then, all of my work throughout my 20 years in banking has been about creating um, economic opportunity and being that bridge that I've worked with uh, small business owners. Um, I always say that I was the one that turned dreams into dollars, take a business plan and, and present the opportunities uh, to the bank to allow those business owners to achieve their dreams. I also had the opportunity to, to spend some time as a, as a bank examiner. And throughout those years, I, I've seen the power of the banking industry and what can happen when we pull all of our resources together as a bank organization but also in partnership in the community, magic uh, can happen. Uh, I also have a degree in finance from Robert Morris University, as well as an, an MBA. And then I also received a diploma from the ABA Graduate School of Banking um, at the Wharton School in 2018. So that's a little bit about my background, why I do what I do, and I'm extremely passionate about this world of banking. Love to hear it, love to hear it. Uh, so you, I mean, you have more than or close to 20 years experience doing what you're doing, right? I do, I do. Yeah, I, I, and I always like love to hear that um, the way somebody was raised or the experience they had at a young age kind of influences their purpose 
uh, in their adulthood. So I can I can really relate to um, really relate to where you're coming from. So I grew up in a predominantly a predominantly African American neighborhood, and um, I graduated from like a Jewish community type uh, high school, and they really opened my eyes to the power of networking, the power of real estate, the power of building within our community. So uh, I really appreciated hearing that story. So your role, so you work for the bank, your role is really like kind of in between two worlds. It's like at an intersection of like social responsibility and then that corporate uh, part too, where they're concerned about the bottom line. Is it difficult like juggling that and, and, and being true to both sides? You know, I would say, no, it, it's not difficult because I believe that um, we can do well and do good at the same time. Um, as a financial institution, I believe we have an obligation to make sure that we're meeting the credit needs of all the communities we serve, particularly um, and including those who are in low to moderate income and underserved areas, which my department is, is charged in doing. Um, I always say that we're the consciousness uh, of the bank and, and of the banking industry. And I would share that um, one of the things that, that's really important in this work is it's not just about a product or a service. These are people's lives that we get the opportunity to impact every single day. Um, I always share with my team that it's not about the brand or it's not about the loan, but it's about the lives that we're changing and about what those resources will do in people's lives. Um, so as a financial services institution, we provide mortgages, which is one of the services that we provide, but it's not just a mortgage. It is a roof over someone's head. It is an opportunity to create wealth. It is an opportunity for someone to have safety and security to be able to create memories for their family. Um, we also provide a variety of consumer loans, and one of those includes car loans. So it's not just about uh, providing a loan for a vehicle, but it's about providing transportation for people to be able to get from point A to point B to be able to, you know, visit their kids at school or to take their kids to school and to get back and forth to work. So what we do has so much more meaning than just the products or service that we offer. It's really about change, changing lives, transforming and empowering the communities that we serve. Awesome. Awesome. I love to hear that. Um, I'm, so I'm a realtor. I have a, uh, I have a financial background. I have an accounting degree, an MBA, um, I did healthcare finance, but I love real estate. I grew up in real estate. My dad is a contractor. I have family members in the uh, title industry. Um, so I, I just love to hear that, but I specialize in first time home buyers in the millennial generation. And, uh, when I, when I speak with them, you know, they, they fall in love with the, the, the home and the possibilities of a mem the memories. And I think that's, that's crucial and that's necessary. They need to be in love with what they're buying. But I also like to educate on the importance of it as far as uh, building wealth um, to the points that you made, building wealth and it being an asset that can appreciate for you if you if you really take care and maintain the home. So um, from your end, you it sounds like you guys are doing an awesome job. Fifth Third has always been great in our area as well. Um, I don't want to do too much talking though. I know Monique is on the phone and she is the president. So Monique, uh, do you have anything that you wanted to touch with Jada on? Sure. And Jada, thank you again for 
agreeing to do our podcast on behalf of the Cleveland Realtors Association and our Young Realtors Committee. Um, you know that the Cleveland Realtors is part of the National Association of Real Estate Brokers. So we are the oldest minority professional real estate trade organization, and we are founded upon simply democracy and housing. And that can be taken to mean so many different things. But this is Women's History Month. So recently I heard someone say that 2021 is the year of the woman and that women are worth more than a second look. Jada, do you sense something new or different as it relates to women right now? You know, that's a really good comment and an interesting comment, Monique. So thank you for asking. So first, just let me start by saying that I believe, and I strongly believe that every year is the year of woman. And women are not only worth more than the second look, they are worth the first look. We are worth the first look. The first look when it comes to leadership opportunities, employment, and in building and enhancing a family's financial health. Research has shown that many women are caregivers and the guiding force of decision-making in their families, particularly when it comes to finances. And if we wanna build financially healthier communities, close the wealth gap that we know exists, expand opportunities to build wealth through home ownership or entrepreneurship, we need to start with women. Women have made significant contributions to our United States economy, as well as local, and in the many communities that, that we serve across our nation. They are constantly breaking barriers and demonstrating what's possible. And I really do expect that to continue. So I do sense there's something different in this in current environment. And while it appears that companies are more aware of the benefits of having a diverse workforce, the value um, of a woman's perspective and what we bring to the table, diverse leadership, and just being more attentive to the needs of women who are in the workforce. You know, I do believe that we're making progress, but there's so much more that needs to be done. Yes, I agree wholeheartedly. And I think sometimes when we live in times like we're living right now, we have to also be very careful that we don't limit this to a magical moment and realize it's a movement that must continue. So as president of the Cleveland Realtors Association and as a real estate title executive, I guess I would be remiss if I did not take this moment to ask you about some of Fifth Third's initiatives surrounding homeownership and financial literacy, specifically as it relates to the underserved communities. Thank you for the question. And I'm really proud, proud to share about the work that we've done at Fifth Third and, and want to give a special shout out to our team in Northeast Ohio, who's really doing some amazing things in the Cleveland region. Um, first, I will just start off by saying that research has shown over and over again that purchasing a home will be the largest purchase one would make in their life. And home ownership is a way for families to build wealth. We believe that it's important for individuals who embark upon this journey of home ownership can also sustain it. And one way we do that is through education. Through our many partnerships with community organizations such as the CHN Housing Partnership, 
the Famicos Foundation and the Cuyahoga Metropolitan Housing Authority, just to name a few. And of course, the Realtors Association. So thank you so much, uh, Monique, for all that you do. Um, we provide home ownership education sessions to ensure that individuals get the facts as well as the information about the home ownership process, how to prepare and what to expect in the application process because we all know for those of us who have gone through it that it can be very very intimidating and overwhelming and we want to take that out of the process in the past we've offered these programs in person but in 2021 we quickly pivoted to a virtual offering to ensure that these resources remained available through our Owning It program, participants can learn about the entire home buying process from beginning to the end, as well as hear from a variety of experts and professionals who are a part of the home buying process. We also have our eBus, which many of you may be aware of. And for those of you who are not, it is a mobile financial empowerment center that delivers financial education directly to individuals in the community. The eBus provides an opportunity for the visitors to access their credit reports, obtain a personal credit checkup, and obtain tips on how to improve their financial health, access job opportunities, and we know during this environment that's, that's really critical, as well as receive job search guidance through our partnership with NextJobs. Additionally, I would say that we do believe that the key to financial health is to start early. So we have a program called the Young Bankers Club that is catered to elementary school students where we teach them the importance of personal financial management. And last but not least, I do want to share that we recognize that one of the biggest barriers to home ownership is the availability of down payment. Research continues to show us the burden, uh, the cost burden of, of people who are currently renting. Um, paying a significant amount of their income in rent. And so it makes it very difficult for individuals to save, particularly those who are low to moderate income. Uh, so we created a down payment assistance program, which provides up to $7,500 to low income buyers purchasing properties in designated low income communities. Um, or they can obtain $5,000 to, to an individual who is either a low-income borrower or any borrower that's purchasing a home is in a designated low-income community. Borrowers do not have to pay back those funds, but I would say um, to ensure that you understand what the appropriate program is for you, please reach out to one of our loan officers to learn more about these programs um, and they can provide the appropriate guidance as necessary. Thank you so much, Jada. That is all very good information and hopefully our listeners were taking notes. And I just likewise have to give a shout out to Fifth Third because here in Cleveland, they have been a platinum sponsor with the Cleveland Realtors for the past two years. And we really appreciate the support and the efforts towards not just putting people in home, but helping them to work through the process and learn how to stay in the home. So I really, really appreciate that. And we really appreciate Fifth Third. So before we sign off, I guess, you know, similarly, I should ask you, we talk about all the time how I think the last census records indicated that less than 6% 
of real estate professionals in general were African-Americans. So how can people like you and people like Ryan and people like myself, how can we all help introduce more African-Americans to the variety of careers in real estate services? You figure the three of us here right now are from totally different perspectives, but how can we help bring other African-Americans into the fold from a career perspective? You know, I'm so glad you asked that question because um, it's one that I consistently ponder on daily. Um, one of the challenges that we know is happening is that there's, there is an, a lack of interest or one of the things that I've noticed um, in many of my recruitment efforts um, in general, particularly with in the millennial generation that there's not a significant interest in pursuing careers in banking or even in real estate for that matter. I, I cannot speak to the real estate industry, but I can definitely speak to, to the banking in industry. And, and I do worry um, about that from time to time because I do believe diversity is so important in our financial services industry. Capital is so important to building economically viable and thriving communities. And we need people who have the same type of passion that all of us have on this phone um, or on this podcast to be able to make things happen. And so one of the things that I would say, or a couple of things that I would offer up is one is, I think it's really important for us to share the great benefits of a career in financial services. It is extremely rewarding the impact that we make and what we do is, is, is phenomenal. Um, I would not work in another career. Um, it's, it's been a great journey for me and, and just, it, it's been rewarding personally, it's been rewarding professionally. Um, and just to see the impact that our products and services have made in people's lives um, has really been, been a joy. The other thing that I would say is we have to reemphasize the impact. Um, I talked earlier in the podcast about how oftentimes we think about products and services or a loan or a deposit and a, and a mortgage, um, but those things actually can do something for a family. And so it's important for us to talk about the benefits of, of a mortgage and to talk about how banks, when they provide loans to large companies, they're creating jobs and jobs become economic engines for community, for people to be able to work and to be able to provide for, our, for their families, but then also to take that disposable income that they may have from employment to support the local economy and the small businesses, whether it be the restaurants, whether it be the local retailers. It's really, really important um, that people understand the roles that financial services uh, play in building uh, economically viable and stronger communities. And then I would also add that there are so many different roles in financial services. And, and, I'm, and I'm sure it's the same case in real estate. And it's really around IT. Uh, you hear a lot about fintechs. You're hearing a lot about um, different types of ways where people can access their banking products and services. And none of that happens without IT professionals. Uh, on the sales force, we, we need to be able to deliver deliver our products and services uh, to businesses and, and consumers alike. 
uh, marketing. It, it's all about the messaging in the industry and, and how do we attract individuals to products and services in banking, finance, HR, et cetera. I can go on and on about all the various roles that are available in banking. And I think it's important for us. Um, I think it's really important for us to be able um, to share the benefits of working in our industry. Well, thank you so much, Jada. And you know, that is very interesting because I know as an organization, we often go and we speak to high school students and even early college students. And it is always amazing to me how little they are even familiar with our industries. If I mention financial services or banking, they'll reference a bank teller. Or if I mention real estate, they may mention the sales agent, but they're not aware of you know mortgage loan officers and underwriters and HR. So I think, you know, I agree with you wholeheartedly about just enabling people to become familiar with what we all do that are under the umbrella for financial services. And that's how we'll move that 6% needle mark. So thank you for joining us. I'm going to turn it back over to Mr. Mann, Mr. Ryan himself. Mm -hmm. Wow, this, this has been a, a great conversation. Uh, Jada, thank you so much for all of the information. What I'm hearing from uh, both you guys that, you know, education and understanding our community and the audience that we work for um, is key. Um, one of the big things I heard um, while you were speaking, Jada, that you noted was the 7,500 uh, towards the down payment. When I'm working with my clients now, first-time homebuyers, um, the two biggest hurdles are credit and uh, the down payment. It's just amazing to hear that um, Fifth Third is, uh, is attuned and, and realizing what the clients need and what our community needs. So um, I cannot commend you guys enough that 7,500 really turns a dream into reality for most people. So I really, um, I really think that's amazing. So I appreciate you guys for joining us today. Um, this is an awesome way for us to kick off the, uh, the, uh, the Women's History Month and the, uh, the podcast series. So thank you guys both. Uh, is there any additional notes that you guys want to make before we sign off? I am grateful for this opportunity to share with you all today. And it is my hope that your listeners um, we'll be able to take some of this information, apply it to, them, to their lives, uh, particularly as it relates to pursuing opportunities in financial services. It truly is a rewarding career. Um, and then secondly, um, for those who are looking for opportunities to make home ownership a reality, um, I would ask that they consider uh, Fifth Third as an option uh, to meet their banking needs. Monique? No, I just want to thank you, Ryan, and thank Jada again for allowing us a few moments with her today. Um, she is my soror, so I'm going to say happy Sisterhood Month, my proud soror of Delta Sigma Theta, and I'm going to say happy Women's History Month, and thank you at Fifth Third for making such a difference in our communities and for being such a great partner, not just here in Cleveland, but across Northeast Ohio. Thank you. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Thank you to the listeners and be on the lookout for more podcasts to come from the Cleveland Realtors Association. Thank you.